The following show is brought to you by our friends over at Vaden of Pooler and, of course, Grassy Roofing. Thank you for your continued support of Raider Athletics. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. On this week's episode, we get into the basketball season as we sit down with head men's basketball coach Robert Walsh and head girls basketball coach John Gant to get their thoughts on this weekend's big matchup against the Metter Tigers. All right. And we are back here on the Raider Nation podcast, and we are joined by head men's basketball coach, Robert Walsh. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Devin. Appreciate you having me. All right. And before we get into basketball, let's just really quickly recap. Um, you, as the defensive coordinator of the football team, had a big game this Friday night that unfortunately at the last minute did not go our way. So just talk a little bit about that game on Friday and then your overall impressions of the season and this group of guys before we head into talking about basketball. Uh, I mean, first of all, who would have thought that we would have got a full season in to begin with? Um, that was a huge blessing this season. Um, the kids, as Coach Woodward, you know, put together the season and came up with the word for the year, resilient. I thought the kids showed great resilience in the second half against Wesleyan, especially on the defense side of the ball and the offense side of the ball, really. Defensively, we were getting pushed around a lot in the first half. The second half, we came back out, and I think we held their running back to probably under 40 yards rushing in the second half and were extremely physical and and dominated the line of scrimmage in the second half. And then the offense started rolling, and we had the lead there with about four minutes left and just a blown assignment and the secondary on a tailback wheel, something that they have held in their back pocket all season long and um, probably a little bit on me as well. I should have got back to our base defense there on third and eight, and we didn't, unfortunately, but great hustle by Blake Brown, David Busey, and Jordan Hoffman to stop him short of the goal line and we had a chance to stop them again, and we just fell a little bit short there at the end of the game. But I thought overall the kids in the second half really rebounded and did a great job. Awesome coaching. Like you said, it's a great season. Region champs, Elite Eight, a puncher's chance there at the end to come away with a victory and move into the Final Four, but unfortunately fell short. But now we shift to basketball. And so Kind of for for those that may have just been following along on the podcast with our football episodes that we've been doing, give a little bit of a rundown on the early part of the season so far for you guys. I know you guys grabbed a couple of big wins this past week. Talk a little bit about um, what the beginning of this season has been like and then set up uh, what you guys have coming up this week for us. Um, yeah, definitely the beginning of the season. We had three really tough opponents that we opened up with and Effingham County, who's a 6A school. Then we played Liberty County, who is always really good at basketball. They're a 3A school. And then we played Jenkins here in town. That's a 4A school. Um, I thought our kids being limited because we were missing some kids to football. Um, we had about those three games. I think we played only seven guys off the bench uh, that were varsity guys. And we were limited, but the kids competed really hard at the beginning of the season versus three opponents. And we struggled getting back on defense and doing different things and competing on the defensive end the way I want to. Uh, but definitely the last two games we played defensively, we've really got after people. 
um, limiting their scoring. I think uh, both opponents were 40 or less the past two wins, and that's about what we want to be. We want to be in that type of basketball game where it's going to be a 50, 50s or below type of basketball game. I think we have a shot to win those games. Um, we don't need to try to get in games where we're going to outscore people. We need to limit them defensively and get up in people's face and make them uncomfortable. And we've definitely done that the last two games. Perfect. And coach, you mentioned it, and I know we've talked a little bit about it outside the podcast, but scheduling so tough so early. How do you think that benefits your team moving forward um, as we go throughout the season and we get closer and closer to region play? What does it do for you guys to play those experienced teams like the Effingham Counties, who six A school, like you mentioned, Liberty County, who is historically loaded with just athletes up and down the field, whether it's basketball players, football players, stuff like that. How do those big matchups early bode well for you guys moving deeper and deeper into the season, closer to the games that actually count for us in our single A private region? Um, I think it's extremely important, especially we are senior heavy team this year. I think getting going ahead and getting them in these dog fights early in the season and preparing them for what we're going to see in region play because every game is going to be a dog fight because we got two rivalries in within our region. So it's going to be a dog fight every time we see them with Aquinas coming. I know they're going to be well coached and they're going to get after it as well. But not only competing in our region, I, I want to get to a point with our basketball program, just like football, just like baseball, just like volleyball, most of our programs here, we compete at the state level. So right now in the basketball program, we're kind of lacking that. And I, I told the kids the other day in the locker room, I want to change the perception of our basketball program. I want to be known as somebody that we're going to be late, going to be in those late rounds of playoffs and competing against those elite programs. And I think doing that early in the season, introducing them to the type of pressure they're going to see once they get to play off basketball and things like that is only going to help us in the long run. Definitely. All right. And you also mentioned this kind of towards the beginning of the podcast. You get now, and I don't know how long it'll take to kind of incorporate these guys, but you're getting the football players now that the football season's over, shifting over to basketball. So if you could just talk about how much that is going to impact the team, maybe change the dynamic of the team and, and talk a little bit about how that changes up the chemistry, what you're able to do before they get there. And now that you're loaded with your full team, how does that change the mindset moving forward as we get deeper into the season? Yeah, it's definitely un unfortunate that we get the football players this week. Uh, we'd definitely be rather still be playing, but uh, it couldn't happen at a better time, honestly. Uh, we have four practices to really get them acclimated to what we're doing before we go play Metter on Saturday. Um, but you, you're talking about adding a kid like Bradley Anderson, George Futch, Peyton Cromwell and Garrett Perry and adding four, those four guys back to our program, especially, you know, two of them are going to be extremely talented on the defensive end and going to even make us even longer as a basketball team with George Futch and Bradley Anderson and even Peyton. They're just their wingspan, uh, the way they play, uh, intense level. I th it's going to change our lineups a little bit. It's going to – but the good thing is – a lot of our kids have played together for three years now, so they know how each other plays. They're going to be comfortable with each other, and it's going to be a blessing to be able to get these four practices in and get them acclimated before they play a game, definitely. 
Awesome. And last thing as we wrap it up here with you, I know we mentioned it a little bit in the basketball preview episode, but again, not to harp on this too much, but now that football's over and basketball's in the forefront here as far as, you know, competition sports going on at, on campus, for those fans who are going to come out now and pack the house for Raider basketball that maybe haven't been there yet, what can they expect to see this season with your team? What's the type of basketball overall that you hope to see put out on the court by your guys? And what, what should the fans expect when they come to see Raider basketball this season? Um, this year, we've kind of taken the motto of together. And, and our overall mission of our program is being your best every single day. And what we're kind of harping on this year is be your best and do it together. Um, so one thing you're going to see is we're going to play like a team. Uh, I, I would say this is one of the most unselfish group of kids I've been around, especially in the game of basketball, where it's become all about me, what's my points, how many rebounds I get, all those things. But I can honestly say when your best player, Parker All, doesn't care what he scores as long as we have one more point than the other team, I think that is huge when you're talking about basketball. And I think you're going to see a team that plays together, number one. And number two, they're going to be extremely intense on the basketball court. They're going to be in your face. They're going to get after you defensively like we have the last two games. And they're going to be extremely passionate. Um, most people know me from football. Um, and I, I'm very passionate, very energetic. And where every play on my shoulder. And, and I'm going to do the same thing on the basketball court. And I think that rubs off on our kids. And I think they've bought in the last two games and are going to play extremely hard and play together, definitely. Awesome, Coach. Well, we look forward to getting the basketball season in full swing here. Thank you for joining us here on the Raider Nation podcast. And we are back here on the Raider Nation podcast. And this time we are joined by head girls varsity basketball coach, John Gant. Coach, how are you doing? Doing fine, Devin. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, for those people out there who have been following along with the podcast and been hearing a lot of football-heavy episodes recently, um, now that we're transitioning into basketball, your season's already underway. So if you could go ahead and give us – a kind of quick rundown of your season so far and what you guys have been able to achieve. We'll do. Um, I, I tell you, first thing is we're seven and zero. Uh, we're undefeated, and these ladies, this team has far exceeded my expectations of what I thought we would begin the year. Uh, we've beaten some pretty fair teams. We're playing well. These ladies are hustling. They're really giving their all. Their their mental effort, their physical effort. They're they're not. Um, they're not leaving anything on the floor, and they're giving it all right now. Awesome. So go ahead and talk a little bit about – I mentioned this with Coach Walsh, and I think it, it bodes the same for you guys. You guys are taking on a lot of teams early on that don't look like our school in the sense of you played Effingham, big 6A school, yeah. um, and, and, you know, a couple other schools that you wouldn't necessarily see single-A private schools match up with. Right. How do you think that sets you up moving forward throughout the season, and what kind of experience do you gain from playing games like that before you get into region play? It's good for us mentally to take on a large school. You know, 
there's always a psychological thing of the little guy versus the big guy, right? So it gives us good experience from taking on a large school. Uh, I think COVID had a lot to do with the Savannah schools having to scramble and find people to play. And so I think the private schools were a natural byproduct for them to call and say, hey, you got an open slot. And so you'll see Calvary, you'll see Country Day, you'll see St. Vincent's, all of us playing these schools. It's a good experience for us. I think it's been good to play them. We get a diverse mix of uh, styles, of coaching styles, of playing styles. We've played, uh, we've played large post players, tall. We've played quick guards. So it's been very good for us to get that experience. And contrasting the boys a little bit here. So with the boys team, we talked a lot with Coach Walsh about how the football players were now joining in with them. Yeah. On the girls' side, you guys get a benefit of having a lot of your players there pretty much right when the season starts. So if you could talk a little bit about how that goes into having a successful year where you're able to start day one, game one, with your core group already on the court and build that experience into region play. Yeah, and and I will say, I give a caveat to that, because traditionally that is the sense. We normally get our players quickly. We can work with them faster. We're able to implement more of an offensive scheme, defensive scheme, because we do have all our players. This year's a little different because, right. you know, I've got a couple of seniors being moved back with uh, cheerleading, COVID, right. the season's pushed back. But you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the more people you have of your total organization involved from the planning perspective to begin with, it allows you to be more cohesive at the beginning of the year, which has shown up for us big time so far. Awesome, Coach. And I know it's early on, but if you could go ahead and talk about maybe some of the good things you've seen, maybe even some specific players who have stepped up early on to contribute to your undefeated start, and then maybe contrast that a little bit with what you guys still have to work on before you get into the region play to really keep this momentum going throughout the year. Yeah. We, uh, we have had a fantastic start, and that, that is due in large part to the ladies and the coaching staff we put together. And I'll tell you, senior leadership with uh, Mallory Robinette, uh, with Sarah Bird, with Mary Grace Ziegler, those three are really putting their heart and soul. Uh, Mallory leads us in uh, assists and steals. Sarah leads us in rebounds, free throws. Uh, Sarah hit a free throw with 0.3 seconds on the clock the other night to win the game. And I'll tell you, Mary Grace is not showing up a lot in points and in what you call your traditional stats. But we try to play fast break basketball and move it up and down the floor. And she is really doing a fine job of driving our team down the floor. She's the one that gets it ahead to people. So while she may not get a lot of public credit, she's getting a lot of credit internally with our organization because she's helping us push. Um, Faith Bully, the junior, has really been the engine that's made us go so far. Uh, the good thing about Faith is she's in better shape than anybody else on the floor. She's a real good soccer player. She's she's a she's a college soccer player. It just depends on where she wants to go, but she can run all day up and down the floor. Uh, Carly Adams has improved just a great deal this year, and I'm really counting on her to to calm us down inside and to make points and and to get some uh, key rebounds. And so uh, those players are really driving us. Uh, Maggie Bird's also in there contributing and 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 helping us out. Um, it's it's been good for us to start. We've played some good schools. 
we're now going to try to cut down. You mentioned what, what do we do going forward? We got to concentrate on cutting down some of our turnovers, some of our teamwork and cohesiveness as we enter the region schedule. We got some tough games coming up, but uh, I'm optimistic we're going to be prepared for them. Awesome, Coach. And last thing, one of those games coming up, of course, is this Saturday. You guys take on Metter. Um, talk, if you could, a little bit for those people who – May, now that all the other sports are, are seeming to be wrapped up and basketball's in the forefront of everybody's mind who will yeah. be coming out, what are they going to see when you guys take the court to take on Metter this Saturday? And what are they going to need to see from the girls' basketball team to come away with a victory and keep your guys' win streak and undefeated season going against the Metter Tigers? Well, you're going to see us push the ball. You're going to see us be intensive defensively. We're going to try to pressure them as much as we can. I'm actually going to scout them uh, – tonight as a matter of fact to see what they look like but they're athletic they move traditionally they have a good girls program we need a lot of pressure defense again to push the ball what we're really going to have to correct is our turnovers because they're athletic and get after it And if we can limit our turnovers and pressure them it should help us awesome coach well again thank you for joining us here on the raider nation podcast thank you Devin. i enjoyed it And that'll do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Of course, we want to thank our sponsors, Grassy Roofing and Vaden of Pooler. And we also want to remind you that you can get tickets to every single home sporting event here at SCPS by using the GoFan app or going to GoFan.co. We also like to remind you that you can keep up with all things Raider Athletics by following us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at SCPS Athletics.